You tuned into Metro FM Talk, and uh, with me, Ayabonga Tawa, some interesting uh, views and perspectives coming through uh, uh, on the conversation I had with the two economists, uh, Dumakubul and Isaiah Mshanga. Many of you saying, yo, economists by Nagi and certainly or quasi fiscal and other uh, things uh, get uh, other words get and concepts get thrown around and uh, uh, we've got to brace ourselves because uh, we're going to have a lot of those conversations as South Africans then you know we might not have the knowledge and the grasp of them but they affect us every single day and uh, it's really up to all of us with the knowledge and fundo around some of these things and we'll certainly try our part here at Metro FM Talk to try and bring these things from a layperson's perspective. Uh, Eddie Rakabe on Twitter saying, quite frankly, using the monetary stimuli to drive growth and employment is clutching at straws. Congolo says, unable to use the fiscal stimulus tool at their disposal more effectively. Fiscal policy effect on growth has plateaued and that that is what needs fixing in the short term. Now, when we talk about fiscal policy, we're talking about anything from uh, a social grants right through to uh, uh, the uh, public sector wage bill, uh, through to some of the, uh, I guess, investments coming uh, from uh, national departments into key uh, subsidies and uh, even some of the tax and non-tax incentives. Uh, if uh, you want to do yourself a favor to understand how big some of these tax incentives are, uh, take a look, of course, at some of the tax incentives that go to the mining sector, for instance. And uh, the World Bank coming out with a report uh, sometime last year speaking about something called the marginal effective tax rate and how low that is in some of the sectors that historically were crucial to the uh, growth path of the South African economy, the mining sector, energy sector, and of course uh, increasingly now uh, post-1994, the services sector. So uh, uh, certainly a lot happening on the fiscal policy side of things and that's why I often talk about these things as a policy mix rather than just one policy instrument uh, if we think about the central bank. And uh, I certainly hope as this conversation unfolds that we'll be able to speak of uh, the policy f- mix as a whole rather than just, you know, uh, what uh, Lesecha Khanyakho is doing at the Reserve Bank, uh, but also talk about what is happening uh, through the executive on the fiscal side of things and even the trade and industrial policies uh, that are being driven by the Sixth Administration. Now, uh, Eddie continues there. Inventory and factory production capacity levels can easily settle the debate over whether we have a demand-side constraint or not. I'm not too sure, Eddie, uh, on which side now of the demand-side constraint issues that uh, you speak about, but it's quite clear, uh, certainly if we look at uh, real wage growth over time and uh, uh, some of the, uh, uh, I guess, uh, credit-constrained households and how little they've been spending uh, through retail channels, that uh, there are some challenges on the demand side of the economy. And if we're going to fix these things, yes, let's focus on skills and uh, some of the binding constraints on the supply side of things, but also while we do that, consider how we ensure uh, we fix things on the demand side and also curb some of the import intensity. Sisipo saying the leaders are playing with with the Reserve Bank. They must have a united view on various issues that may cause a bit of chaos in the marketplace. And one wonders what implications this mandate review of the RAND is going to have, uh, or mandate uh, review of the Central Bank is going to have on the RAND. The conversation continues, and I'd love to hear from you on that issue. We now shift attention and go into our technology conversations, which uh, we bring to you every Wednesday. And today... Uh, We're taking stock of what's come out of the Apple Worldwide Developers Conference, some of the interesting insights and innovations that have come through from there. And uh, Apple announcing, of course, a slew of software updates uh, headed towards the Apple family of devices. And uh, also, of course, uh, the announcement of the new MacBook Pro, a powerful computing device uh, that hasn't been refreshed since 2013. Wesley DePoco joins me on the line. He's the tech expert and founder at InfoNomist. Wesley, good evening to you. How are you? 
Good evening, Bong. I'm good. I've been enjoying the conversation on economics, uh, so I'm hoping that it can also influence some of the things that we're discussing around technology. Look, it definitely will, man, especially when we talk about the geopolitics and what impact that is having on the tech sector. Wesley, just maybe paint a brief background and some context here for us of uh, uh, the Worldwide Developers Conference that Apple has from time to time. Uh, what yeah. uh, what is the showcase, and uh, more importantly, what does it reveal? So the the, the world the, this particular event, the Worldwide Developers Conference, is an event that is organised by Apple to interact with developers. And what they tend to do in this event is to introduce some of their new products, uh, introducing obviously this to developers who make some of the technologies that you find in Apple. Uh, products mm. um, and and it's, it's an important one partly because it, it allows them to you know to distribute their their products throughout the world in in, in the sense that it helps them or it helps that this 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 technology to be adopted across across society mm. so um, and they use it obviously to communicate to the world about their latest. Uh, yeah, and I mean it's interesting for me, Wesley. You know, when I look at uh, the development of of Apple as a company, how uh, initially it was just you know a company uh, based on the computing space that has now gone into sort of digital t- telephony and uh, has now probably morphed into uh, healthcare management and other industries uh, that make yeah. it, I guess, an indispensable part of uh, insurance business models across the world. Yeah, but no, definitely. I think what is happening, in fact, what Apple. Has, has, is it's it's not just a technology company. It's a technology company that marries um, technology with things of the world or with society. So it it goes into health, it goes into retail, it goes into fashion. So it integrates technology into these things. So for instance, um, one of the the major announcements that is made in the in, in this event. Uh, was around the Apple Watch that has capabilities of, uh, you know, achieving some of the things that even doctors can't do right now. For instance, the Apple Watch will be able now to inform its users about the menstrual cycle, um, which is something that uh, very few people can do, mm. uh, at least in the size taking care of, of, of their, their patients. Yeah. Obviously, there are other devices that do that. But the difference with Apple in this case is that it has managed to integrate all of these services into one. So, for instance, the ECG can be conducted on mm. Apple on this particular device. So, yeah, you're right. It it, it, it permeates across uh, a, a number of areas, yeah. and uh, it, it becomes a central thing in our life. Let's pause there slightly, Wesley. I need to take a brief break. And when we come back, I want us to talk about, of course, some of the uh, big reveals that came through here and, of course, the geopolitical impact of that uh, impasse between Beijing and Washington on Apple, which uh, assembles uh, many of its iPhones uh, in China, which, of course, makes it very vulnerable to the tariffs that uh, the uh, Washington administration has placed on China. It's seven minutes before 9 p.m. I'm in conversation with Wesley Dipuku, who's a tech expert and founder of Infonomist. And uh, we're talking about uh, the uh, Worldwide Developers Conference and uh, some of the big reveals that came out of that one, uh, hosted by Apple there. And uh, Wesley, I'm quite interested, Mm. I guess, from a product perspective, be it, um, you know, uh, some of the notebooks uh, right through to uh, the smartphones and to the wearable devices. 
And, uh, of course, even uh, that mobile payment capability that Apple's been building up over time. Uh, what were some of the big reveals coming out of this developers' conference? So, so obviously, um, Apple has been working on the, the, the Apple Pay, which essentially is uh, Apple's means uh, of enabling the world to pay anything using this particular uh, uh, software. Um, so one thing that I can say about it is that uh, this uh, tool, which is Apple Pay, has had success in the sense that recently it has been adopted by the New York City's uh, bus system and subway to be used as the main uh, tool to pay uh, for, 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 for buses. For instance, normally you would use a card, mm. but now you can actually use the, app, the, the, the phone itself to pay. Uh, for, for 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 your bus fares, mm. and uh, this is uh, this is a small beginning uh, for this particular tool. It is envisaged that it will be used in a number of services, um, such as big events, for instance. Um, it will be it will, it will be utilized in this. Um, in terms of uh, introductions, I think uh, one of the major ones has been the, the desktop uh, uh, tool of Apple. It has been upgraded. It has been upgraded um, in terms of its capability. Um, look. And, and, and feel all of these things have been upgraded. But I think those, uh, although they're, they're, they're great, I think the, the, the most powerful things that are quite key around health and payments that I think are quite noteworthy mm. uh, that we are now Now we do know, and of course, if anybody uh, would check the back of the... Uh uh, iPhones there, uh, often told there, of course, that these are designed in uh, California and assembled in China, and uh, which uh, certainly, if uh, uh, what Donald Trump has been getting up to is anything to go by, would have a major impact on uh, Apple, not just because they assemble many of their phones in uh, China, but also uh, selling uh, a lot of their iPhones in China in uh, that a few billion strong uh, consumer market, which, of course, would make it very sensitive uh, to uh, consumer confidence in China, but w- which also would have a major impact on the prices uh, that uh, they would be able to sell these at uh, due, of course, to uh, the continuing war on tariffs here. And uh, if uh, any retaliation is seen on either side, uh, this would have a major impact on consumers in both of these markets and uh, having a major impact on Apple as well. Yeah. So I, I think that, that, that there's a yes and no. Um, so the, the view of Chinese about uh, Apple is different from the way the, the Americans view Chinese products. Mm. Um, the, the CEO of, of, of Huawei, for instance, he says that he views Apple as a, as, a, as a teacher to him. He learns from what Apple is doing. So he has no qualms, he has no problems with this particular product. And we haven't seen the major uh, decisions by the Chinese of banning this particular device. So that's one part of it. But the other, which is concerning, is the fact that the consumers who are Chinese, who ideologically understand what this war is about, are the ones who are somehow rejecting Apple products. So we've, we know that in some of the social networks in China, they've been uh, saying that uh, you know there is no need for them to use Apple devices. So that's where the backlash could come from, but not necessarily from the state itself. Um, and, and obviously, time will tell uh, if this escalates. It might even lead to that point. But for now, we're not there. In fact, Tim Cook has been quoted as saying that he's not too worried about uh, Apple being rejected by the, the Chinese government. Mm. And, so, yeah. yeah, and Wesley, you know, when we look at this uh, debate, and uh, I, I mean, 
I think it's impressive that Apple in the recent past has been able to push back at times uh, when uh, different authorities and regulators have said, hey, man, we'd like more information and, da- and uh, some of the data on your consumers. But it's quite clear that the world of uh, the protection of data, cybersecurity and the sovereignty of data is going to become a major issue for companies like Apple, not just uh, when it comes to the consumer electronics that they sell, but also the ones that have, I guess, a health interface and a financial and a payment interface. Um, and uh, I'm quite interested in certainly what you p- pick up from the messages that came out uh, from uh, Apple CEO Tim Cook when it comes to this particular issue, because we do know he's been very vocal when it comes to uh, the ethics that he thinks need to be there when it comes to how we apply uh, people's data, but also when it comes to things like artificial intelligence. Exactly. So one of the, the, the key, um, uh, you know, announcements at this event was around privacy. Mm. Apple announced that uh, announced something that they call Apple Sign-On. In other words, for for instance, when you sign in into a website um, or any service online, you get requested to sign in using Google or using Facebook, or you can sign in directly. So Apple then is announced a similar service that will allow you to sign on using the Apple sign-on uh, tool. And, and, and the thing is about this is, is mainly privacy. Apple prides itself uh, with privacy. So, for instance, when you you sign on to these services uh, for other products, they send this information to mm. the cloud. Um, but Apple, through their version of the sign-on, it will keep that information into your product itself. Yeah. So in other words, they, they they try by all means to make sure that your data is secured, and um, one cannot blame them for not trying. I think through this, it, it's going to be a game changer because it, they have clearly uh, indicated that they are their company to go to if you want to keep your information secured. So it 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 it, it, will, it remains to be seen how the world will react to it. But Apple has really shown that it can deliver. Okay, Wesley, we'll have to leave it there, brother. Really appreciate your time and uh, you uh, speaking to us this evening here on uh, Metro FM Talk. That there was uh, Wesley Dipuku. He's a tech expert and a founder at uh, Infonomist speaking to us about uh, the key outcomes from uh, that uh, Worldwide Developers Conference that uh, Apple hosted recently.